So, you know, the first issue was the cash flow issue. You had to get recapitalized. You needed additional funds to be able to move forward. Mm -hmm. So we worked figuring out your business plan, how you can put together a strategy and a model that can successfully make money, afford to pay back the investor, and allow you to achieve the goals that you want. What we did was was exactly that. We talked about how to uh, go about approaching investors. Um, one thing you don't want to do when you approach an investor is not have any money. <laughs> so <laughs> they don't want to look at. <laughs> they want to see that you have something in the bank. So that that was that was a key thing, uh, making sure that we didn't deplete all the resources uh, from the school when we were trying to secure additional resources, um, and we were able to secure an additional fifty thousand dollars to um, shore up the business and, and help with some expansion. Okay, great. Getting financing is a process, and it's not an overnight thing. It, it still took a couple of months before you actually got the money. Yes. And we worked with different sources, but your, your final source, I believe, was friends and family, correct? Yeah, yes. Um, which, as a small business, many times, you know, you have to rely upon yourself and friends and family. Mm -hmm. Just because you're early on, they know you, they believe in you, they want to support you. As you do that, you can continue to grow. But you have to have a good plan because the last thing you want to do is borrow some money from friends and family and not pay it back. What were some of the key things as far as marketing and, and what was the impact? Well, I, I actually had to focus on marketing. You know, we thought before I say we, but I mean me. I thought before that, uh, you know, just kind of putting up a website and having a good school was going to bring people in. And so um, that wasn't, that's not the case. So I had to focus every day. Uh, we talked about uh, spending two to three hours every day of my work day on marketing. And I made sure that I blocked out time to do that. And so looking at different, and I, you know, looking at different things and trying different avenues of social media, um, you know, direct mailing, uh, walk, people walking by, going out to school fairs, and then also tracking that to see kind of what was working and what wasn't working so that I could use the, the limited budget that I had for marketing in, a, in the most productive way. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely that's key because as a small business, every marketing dollar is an investment and you need to be expecting a return on that investment. If, if you don't know what that return is going to be, you should, probably shouldn't be making that investment. As well, marketing is your most important job as a business owner. And if you don't know that, many small business owners don't, they're not doing the most important job for their business to be successful. So many times that's why their business isn't as successful as they think. So that's another shift in your perspective. And I remember another thing we were battling about <laughs> in terms of marketing is you were really tough about letting people into your school. Mm -hmm. Like you put them through the gauntlet. <laughs> like, okay, you can come in. <laughs> and you know, you'd make them come to information sessions, you'd make them go through all this stuff. And I was like, you can't do that because you're gonna get less people mm -hmm. and it's gonna be harder to recruit. You have to make it easy for people to do business with you. We still don't just let anybody in the building. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, but uh, what, what we did was we tried to make it more accessible for people. Mm -hmm. So we have you know, our information sessions. We offer some of them during the day, some of them during the evening, some of them on a weekend. 
so that we could meet people kind of where they where they were and then we also started offering virtual ways for people to connect with us so that if you couldn't come on site at all that you could still uh, learn about the school because it was very important for for me that people understood what we were doing what the Montessori method was about and that they weren't just enrolling their children and then being upset with with uh, what the school had to offer because they didn't understand it. Right. No, that's key. I mean, definitely you, they need to make an informed decision. Mm -hmm. But also you have to make it easy for them to get to the step in the process mm -hmm. that they actually make the decision to go with you. So, exactly. So that was good. And, and I remember one other thing that we did, or actually you came up with this idea, mm -hmm. um, creating a scholarship program mm -hmm. and being able to, because you know, one of your part of your mission is making a quality, affordable education available to all children. Yeah. And you know, through the development of a scholarship program, you were able to do that, but also you were able to set it up in a way that it was additive rather than subtractive to your business. And you know, one of the ways we did that was looking at the marginal cost of adding an additional student mm -hmm. so that you know how much more it's going to cost and even if you don't make your full amount you you're still adding to your bottom line mm -hmm. and growing your business so mm -hmm. um tell me about a little bit about that um well with this with the uh, scholarship program how we operate it is that um you know we'll accept a voucher from a child from a student's family or We've raised certain money, you know, through uh, fundraising efforts that we have, and then we will look and see what the family is able to afford to pay based on um, uh, the system that we use. And then sometimes, you know, we we have to eat the cost, but it's is it something that we can afford to do? We now we we now understand, like you said, the cost, uh, the marginal cost associated with everything. So. If a family is not able to, to pay it, in essence, basically what we're doing is a sliding scale. It allows us to still be able to serve all the families, but stay open, uh, too, because what, when we were trying to do that before, we, we saw that what we were doing was, it was too much, and it was going to put us out of business, and we weren't going to be able to serve anybody. So with being able to understand how much everything costs and what the operational overhead expenses are and, and everything associated with student-by-student student basis, we can now see what we can do for each of the families, and um, you know, it's working out very well. Okay, excellent. No, definitely, mm -hmm. you know, you're doing a great job. You're doing great things. Your first year, you had, what, about less than 10 people. You, you actually got up to almost 40. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, continuing to grow, continuing to work. I mean, it's not an easy job, and there's always new challenges, but you're up to the challenge, and because you keep learning and developing and doing the right thing, you're able to be flexible enough as a business owner to be able to change your perspective if you're going to be successful and if you're going to make it and if you're going to stay in business. Mm -hmm. So I greatly appreciate you joining me today and sharing some of your experience. Anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up? Um, I think the most important thing that I learned from the experience was that it's not over till it's over. You know, <laughs> I was ready to throw in the towel many times and I'm like, I don't know what to do. But, you know, now I, I feel like even when you're on the ropes, you just keep going and um, and I think that when you when you can see far into the future and you can kind of see what's coming ahead, you can plan better for it. And, and you know that, you know, it's, it's, I, I see what's happening. I know it's not over yet. Keep going and see what happens. I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> Miami Lawson. <laughs>
battler, fighter, <laughs> educator, excellent business person. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Run Your Business Like a Pro podcast. Make sure to tune in next week when I talk with Michael Stedman, CEO of Ironbound Boxing, about the necessary mindset for entrepreneurial success. Yay! If you are looking to grow your revenue, increase your profit, or obtain financing for your business, I invite you to visit our website, www.smallbusinesslikeapro.com. On the website, you have access to valuable resources, tools, and connections that will help you to grow. Again, that's www.smallbusinesslikeapro.com. Until next time, remember that the more you know, the faster you grow. (laughs) 